Welcome into the Snapped Podcast, my personal audio journal. My name is Tyler Kluber. I'm a personal trainer and podcaster, but it gets a little bit deeper than that. And this show is going to give you an inside look on my thoughts concerning health and fitness, business, mindset, and creating the life that you feel lucky to live. I hope you enjoy the show. Sit back, relax, and let's have a day. Oh, what's up, everybody? We are back from vacation and two weeks off. And I'm talking slow like this for no reason. Dramatic effect because I'm in the middle of a conversation with my guy, Nick DeMarco. I'm going to I'm going to finish the text because it's my podcast and I can do that. I'm going to finish the text and then I'm going to get back to you guys. And even if I take a nice quick silence on this thing. You guys would never know because I figured out how to truncate the silence in the audio editing platform that I use. I'm a podcaster. Hey, check it out. I know what I'm doing. <clears throat> we happen to be talking about CrossFit. My guy, Nick DeMarco and me. Nick DeMarco and I. Ooh, and we're hitting him with the yawn early. We're texting. We're yawning. We're taking two weeks off. It's what we fucking do on this thing. All right. Settle in. Because we're in for a quick little episode to recap 22.3, the third week, third and final week of the CrossFit Open, in which your boy shit the bed. Hey, we had another, we had our worst week of the Open. Yay. Shouldn't have been our worst week. Yay. God damn it, guys. We're going to get there in a second. Let me, let me respond to this. Um, All right. And we're responded. Okay. When we left off last time, it was the Wednesday before the last, uh, the announcement of the last open workout. I was telling you guys how I can kind of give you guys an update on two weeks in how I had jumped from 40. Oh, what did I jump from? I was, I jumped from 40th in week one. Cause that's just what I got in Iowa to, uh, 32nd, I believe in Iowa, I was 7,800th in the world or whatever. I had jumped from that to 5,000th in the world. And I was, I don't really remember what I was in North America in the first week, but then I had jumped all the way up to 1800 or whatever. Um, and I also told you guys that the last week was going to feature some, gymnastics and probably thrusters or double unders. It had all of that. It had all of that. The workout ended up being write this down or search it if you really want the details, but it ended up being for time, right? The, the first one was an AMRAP. The second one was for time. This one was for time. For time. Wow. A second yawn. That's how um, indifferent I am about this workout. 21. Pull-ups, regular pull-ups, chin over bar, 42 double-unders, 21 thrusters, back to the bar, 18 chest-to-bar pull-ups, 36 double-unders, 18 thrusters, back to the bar, 
I mean the rig, not the barbell. 15 muscle-ups, 30 double-unders, 15 thrusters, right? So we go 21, 18, 15 on the movements, on the, uh, on the rig and on the barbell. And then you double that amount each round, and that's how many uh, double-unders were in between. The double-unders were a non-factor. Double-unders in a normal CrossFit workout, I would say even for your average CrossFitter who goes into a gym and they work out three to five times a week for 45 minutes a day, um, you're going to find anywhere from 100 to 300 double-unders in a workout. Like 300 would be really pushing it for your average kind of run of the mill fitness exerciser. <clears throat> so for someone who's competitive, um, like me, you'll see 300 plus double unders come out, you know, in a workout. I think the week before this in training, I hit two separate workouts that both had over 400 double unders in it. Non-factor, right? Absolute non-factor. The total number of double unders was 108, I believe, <clears throat> which means that the, let's see, is that correct? 21, 18, and 15 would be, yeah, 54, which is doubled to 108. So you did a total of 100, 108 double unders, 54 movements or total reps on the rig, on the pull-up bar, and 54 total thrusters. Um, as the reps went down by three, 21, 18, 15 on the thrusters, um, the weights got heavier, started at 95 pounds, went up to 115, finished at 135. Obviously the skill got progressively harder as the reps went down on the pull-up bar, started with regular chin over bar pull-ups, which are almost inconsequential, um, literally just a time, uh, placement holder, time holder. Um, well, a third yawn. The, then you went to chest of our pull-ups, which are obviously a whole lot harder than that. And then, uh, finished with muscle ups, which ding, ding, ding crux of the workout for me. Um, shorter workout, the best in the world did this, uh, I'll, just to go with the theme of how I've done these other two podcasts. Um, obviously Again, came out a day after this, the last time I talked to you guys, um, they did it in Tennessee. They had a sort of a setup where a couple teams went against each other. Um, some really good people versus some, a normal team. Uh, I think the, that normal team they're all their people finished around nine to 11 minutes, nine to 10 and a half minutes. Um, and they're like an okay team. They're, you know, they're, they're fit people. Um, the elites, the elite team that they were going up against their individuals all finished somewhere between like five and five and a half minutes. Um, and almost immediately, and you guys have a connection to this because I talked about it. Um, Noah Olson, who's one of the best CrossFitters in the world has been for the last decade, um, got to work out with him and Andrew East and Sean Johnson, um, back on the day of the big 10 championship back in December. He came out almost immediately, and a lot of the pros do it this way because it's just another piece in their training day. And he went live on Instagram, did the workout, and oh, that's a fourth yawn. He 
put a score out of 427, which is blazing fast. Um, you can essentially look at this workout in a nine phase or nine segment structure. There's three rounds and each round is broken into three movements, right? So that's pretty simple, nine. Um, to do it in four and a half minutes means you're averaging each of those segments, each of those, um, basically each movement of each round takes about 30 seconds. Um, that's not impressive for any of the double under sets, right? The longest double under set is probably maybe around 30 seconds. The 30 double unders was maybe 20 seconds. Um, so nothing crazy there. Um, the pull-ups and the chest bar for elite people, not super crazy. And now there's a fucking, I hope you guys can hear that a tornado alarm going off right now at 10 AM in Waukee. Um, there is a, you know, pull-ups. I did 21 pull-ups that takes a second to pull up. Um, the chest of bars, it took me probably 45 seconds, right? Elites do that whole set unbroken of 18. Um, the thrusters, though, those are a little bit slower. And then to be able to put it all together and basically just not rest the entire time, blow through the entire thing and do it in four and a half minutes, that's an elite time. Um, the best time in the world was four minutes and seven seconds, right? So just 20 seconds faster than that. So you're, you're basically sprinting through the entire thing and feeling no fatigue and just being Superman. Um, knowing this and then watching a few scores come in of uh, not elite athletes, but people who are more competitive on the leaderboard than I am, I thought that I could go somewhere between seven and eight minutes on this workout. Um, probably realistically seven and a half to eight minutes. I thought that was a good goal for me. A um, couple of the people that I had been right around in the open that I judged myself off of went around seven minutes. And um, just, you know, when you're uh, an experienced athlete who kind of knows their body has done a shitload of workouts where, you know, I've done thrusters, I've done this amount of reps, I've done this amount of rounds, um, these movements paired together. I know how this is going to feel, yada, yada. Um, you can, you can come out with a pretty good guesstimate of how long this is going to take you, or in the case of the first workout, how many reps you can get. Um, so my guesstimate was seven and a half to eight minutes. I was easily on track easily. This workout was beautiful through the first two rounds 21 pull-ups unbroken easy money not a big deal didn't fatigue me non-factor just like it would be for the pros got to the double unders my double unders for the entire workout even though they were in small sets 42 36 30 didn't trip up on any of them and got right to them did them knocked them out no factor the thrusters, I don't quite have the anaerobic capacity where you introduce a load of 95 or 100 or, you know, 100 plus pounds where I can just bang stuff out and keep my heart rate low. Um, 
that's a specific aspect of being really, really great at CrossFit that I'm going to be working on heavily over the next year, but I don't, I'm not there yet, you know, to that elite level. I'm at a good level. So I decided to break up the 21 thrusters with 95 pounds um, intentionally. I could have gone unbroken. I decided to break them into 14 and seven. Um, when I, when I intentionally break stuff up, it's usually in a, in a two to one fashion like that, knock out a big set, something that's double what you're going to have to finish with 21, um, makes it easy. 14 is double seven together. They equal 21. So knock out a big set, set the bar down just to relieve for a quick, gosh, it was probably not even 10 seconds. Big breath in, shake out the arms a little bit, shake out the legs, hit your seven, finish. Could have went unbroken. I don't think it would have mattered. In hindsight, it really didn't matter um, because of how long I was stuck on the muscle-ups. Get there in a second. Things are going great, right? 21 pull-ups, 42 dumbbell-unders, 21 thrusters. Okay, we go back to the bar. I admittedly have not done enough workouts like this, especially over the last couple months as it's been cold out. Um, my bar work, meaning on the pull-up bar, has been limited because I have to open the garage door for that. And oftentimes it's been in the teens or less degrees. So I have not done Metcons where I am at a very high heart rate and I'm, I'm sort of pushing the tempo going all out and transitioning very quickly. When I came off those thrusters, um, you know, I'm probably at a minute and a half in right now on pace for that four and a half minutes. Right. And, um, I was a little bit more tired and fatigued at that point than a pro would be. So hopping up for the chest of our pull-ups, they were a little bit different. Um, the plan, that was a fifth or sixth yawn, by the way, this is a wild podcast. The plan was to, before I ever started, I knew that I was going to have to break the chest bars, right? I'm a, again, going back to your, your, your personal athlete IQ, I knew that I, if I really wanted to, I maybe could have stretched and like strained to go for 18 unbroken chest of our pull-ups. I did not think that was smart for me. There was really, I wasn't going to gain a whole lot from that. So I decided before the workout that in the round of 18, both chest of our pull-ups and thrusters at 115, the plan was to break it up 12 and six right? Again, with the two to one. I did that with the chest of our pull-ups. Hit a set of 12, felt pretty good. Um, the set of six, I tried to rest very quickly and jump back up in his set of six. I kind of got out of rhythm, but I still got the six done. Not a big deal. Over to the double unders, right? 36 double unders. This is where I was like, oh shit, I really don't hit double unders in sprint workouts enough because I was feeling it on those double unders in my arms. Now, still got 36 done, no issue. Um, so I, I feel pretty great about that. And then we get to the thrusters at 115, which I thought was going to be the crux, really the crux of the workout. Like, oh, this is where it gets serious. You still have a pretty large set of 18 reps and you're at a, a weight that's 
probably heavier than most. Like most people do their thrusters, men at 95 pounds. Um, plan was 12, six. However, I got into that first set and I probably was being a little bit of a bitch and I decided to set it down at seven and rest. Um, now in hindsight, this might've actually been smart. Um, because I was trying to keep, again, keep my heart rate down and keep my, you know, everything loose and, and not so tense and fatigued. Um, I decided to go seven, six, five, which is another common way to break something up. Um, you break it into three sets and you make, um, you make the middle set exactly one third, and then you add one rep to the first set and decrease one rep on the last set so that you can go in decreasing amounts. It kind of feels good mentally. So again, 18, seven, six, five. Um, could I have probably gone 10 and eight, right? Could I do three more reps? It's not like I rested that long, right? Could I have done three more reps on that first set and gone 10 or even 12 and gutted it out and then hit six or eight reps on the second set? Yeah, I could have. Again, hindsight on this one, I don't think this would have mattered much um, because I finished those thrusters. I'm not on pace anymore. I'm not at three minutes. I'm closer to four minutes at this point, which is fine because I know I'm slowing down, right? I'm, I'm taking a break on the chest of bars. I'm taking a little longer in the transitions. I break twice on that set of 18 thrusters. So yeah, I'm going to be closer to four minutes, but hey, I'm now two rounds through the workout, right? And the reps are decreasing at this point. I think the total reps in this thing was like up around 220 reps or 215 reps or something like that. And we've done 140 of them or a hundred and, you know, what's 42 plus 42 is 84, 84 plus 72. Yeah. We've done 156 of like 216 reps at this point. What the fuck, man? Like we're over 75% of the way through rep wise. And we're four minutes into the workout. I've got four minutes to hit 60 reps, 15 bar muscle ups, which admittedly are not my strong suit, are not something that I've, that I've worked on enough. Although I've made crazy strides in, I have not worked on them enough. 30 double unders, which are a non-factor and then 15 heavy thrusters, but it's the last 15 reps and you're going to be able to gut those out. Well, I came off again. Um, it might have even been like once I, once I jumped up onto the bar, it was like four and a half minutes. Uh, and uh, I fell apart. I jumped up, did a set of four. Um, felt good on the four, right? Like at this point, I don't know if I'd normally be able to jump up and do a set of four. Um, uh, in my past, um, jumped up and planned on heading. So, you know, I've got four out of the way, right? Great. 11 reps, 11 fucking reps. And it took me two and a half minutes to do 11 reps. I absolutely fell apart. Um, part of it was I jumped up and, uh, my grip sort of got caught in a weird way between my hand and the bar. And so it was awkward. Um, 
and there was a there was a an imbalance between how I was gripping on one hand and how I was gripping on the other. I got one or two muscle ups, I think, and then failed a third one because I was worried about the grip. Um, not good to start failing reps. So I jumped down, I'm sitting at like six reps. Um, I jump back up and I'm going to hit a set at this point. I'm like, okay, fuck it. I'll just hit a set of two. I'll hit sets of twos from here on out. Two, 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 one, go up, hit a, uh, go for another set of two. I fail the second rep because now it's in my head. And now that I failed two reps, I'm starting to like mentally feel more tired than I am, feel more fatigued than I am. I'm rushing the technique on the muscle ups and trying to really muscle it instead of use a gymnastic swing technique. Um, and everything went to shit and it took me three minutes to complete 15 reps, which is absolutely embarrassing. That's a rep every 12 seconds, which is just, I mean, novice level. Um, and by the time I got off of the, the rig, finally, um, it was, you know, we're seven and a half minutes into the workout. Um, and, uh, you know, I walk over the, the jump rope, proud of myself on the jump rope. I was able to throw together a quick, you know, at this point I'm not tired anymore, right. It's just muscle fatigue and upper body shit. Um, my breath has come back down, heart rates come back down. So I bang out 30 double unders. I think we cross over the eight minute mark on the clock. So I've, I've missed, I've missed my window. Right. And I still have a set of 15 heavy ass thruster, thrusters left and I'm tired. Um, you know, and by the time I grab that bar, it's probably around the 820 mark. And I finished in 921. So I was able to do 15 thrusters at the end of a workout, um, tired in a minute, right? Pretty happy with that. I'm, I think I went 654 on that, did the, the split into thirds, uneven thirds uh, breakdown again on that. Um, and that was it. I was, I was, I was happy with all eight out of nine parts of that workout, eight out of nine sets, except for the 15 muscle ups. Um, and we fucked up and could I have done it again and probably gotten a lot better score? Yeah. But, um, I did that on Friday morning, afternoon ish. Uh, and we were taken off for vacation. Friday afternoon. So I wasn't going to redo it. And that cost me in the rankings. Um, we'll start small here. Uh, again, 40th in Iowa on the first workout, 37th on the second workout, good improvement, which brought my total placing down to 32nd in the state. Um, ended up taking a 55th place on this workout. Um, on the third workout, which uh, bumped me back up to 35th overall in the state with a total of 132 points. Um, and I was hoping to get top 30. I was hoping to get top 30. I think I said that and maybe even top 25 in the state, um, even with a good score, right? Like I'm looking, if I would have finished around the eight minute mark, it would have taken you know, 23 total points off of my, my score, you know, take that much off of my, I'm still only sitting right around 30th. Right. So I'm not cracking the top 25. I've got a little bit of a ways to go there, but I would have been closer. Right. When you're looking at the, um, 
the North America region, which is relevant. Um, and then of course the world ranking, um, not great, obviously. Right. Um, 8,494th. So about seven, 800 spots worse relative to the world than the first workout at 7,700th. Um, and that put me, you know, I was sitting five thousands in the world that put me at 5,419th. So I gained three spots or 300 spots after this last week. So it didn't move too much, but, um, yeah, in the United States, I was sitting 1800th, not United States, North America. I was sitting 1800th. And with this finish, it bumped me back up 600 spots to 2412th in the U.S. As you guys know, my goals, and this was a little bit off, it probably should have been more like three to one instead of two to one with the, this year's um, participation. But uh, my goals were to finish top 3,000 in the world and top 2,000 in the North America. Um, I was 400 spots away from that North America placing and uh, a couple thousand away from the world placing. So we didn't hit any of our goals. And I think we'll talk about that in another episode. The positive thing is that it didn't matter. Um, this will not ultimately be what I judge myself off of and tell people um, because it's just because it's, that's legitimately not the way it is, is the quarterfinals will be a much better test um, of overall fitness in multi in a multitude of ways. And we'll go over that um, probably next week as we break down my performance in the quarterfinals, because it's this weekend upcoming. In fact, again, now the quarterfinals workouts are released tomorrow um, on Thursday as I'm recording this on Wednesday. So we'll go over that next week. Um, and I will, you know, judge myself based on where I place in those, but, uh, top, you know, 2412th in the North America region, 5,400th in the world and, uh, 35th in the state of Iowa. They're okay. They're okay. Um, and they were more than enough. I think they were 96th percentile in the world to get me into the quarterfinals. All you had to be is that top 10%. So 90th percentile. Um, and it got me to the quarterfinals. And that's where we're at. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly, and I will talk about this more of, of how I process it mentally and sort of competitively, but I'm bummed about that last workout. Um, it's a workout where yes, the first two I could have redone, and executed in a way that got me eh, maybe 5% better scores, right? Um, I could have maybe improved to a 5% margin. If I would have redone this and, and what I'm truly capable of, I legitimately think that I'm improving by 10% plus, and that's too much meat to leave on the bone when you're trying to be a competitor. Um, if you execute that poorly, something went wrong. And, uh, and that sucks. And I haven't prepared myself for a competitive event in a long, long time where I then went in and shit the bed. And, um, it's an interesting feeling and place to be, and it's motivating too, in a lot of ways. Um, 
it also sucks to come on here and say that even though there's a hundred people that listen to this and no one really gives a shit if I got the placings I wanted to or not. Um, in fact, many of you have reached out and said like, congrats on making quarterfinals and have been following along. Um, it sucks to say that I didn't reach my goals. None of them, right. I didn't get top 30 in Iowa. I didn't get top 2000 in, um, and actually worse. I was, I was saying all along top 2000 in the United States, which is its own thing compared to North America. You had in Canada and Mexico in there. Um, top 2000 in the U S I placed 2015th. So I was 14 spots away, which really hurts. And, uh, and then in, in the world top 3000, I wasn't even close. I was, uh, I was 5,400. So hurts to, to put the goals out there and then fail to reach those. Um, but it, again, it builds the fire that we will continue to stoke and talk about as we go on. Um, that's about it. Quarterfinals starts this weekend or is this weekend. We have tomorrow at 3 p.m. through Sunday at 3 p.m. So three, three days, 72 hours to input three scores. Uh, no, five scores. There will be five events. The floor plans are already out for those. So we kind of have a general idea of what's mixed with what. We just don't know the rev schemes and timeframes yet. Um, and I'm excited. I'm also excited because this morning I went and had my knee looked at by a physical therapist slash chiropractor kind of all around body guy. And, um, I've, I've thought that my knee may be torn. Um, and it's just some real bad tendonitis that I'm going through. Um, that is originating from my, from other places, which is sort of how the body works. So I've got some exercises and some physical uh, sort of PT movements that I can do to make that feel better, open that up and allow me to perform a lot, lot, lot better. And I'm super excited about that because I need it to, to really make a mark on this weekend because this quarterfinals is really going to set the tone for the next year um, in giving myself confidence in what I'm capable of doing, but also where I'm capable of placing and just, you know, getting another notch under my belt in a competition format. So lots to talk about. And, uh, and over, over the course of vacation, I had probably three or four topics come to mind for episodes of this podcast um, that have nothing to do at all with the CrossFit season that I'm going through or, or relating to that. So once we get past all this stuff, we have plenty of stuff to talk about. I'm glad you guys continue to come here and listen. And um, again, Hopefully uh, you took something away from this. So we'll, uh, we'll see you next week and talk about quarterfinals. See you then. Peace.